so excited. <laughs> if you guys could see Sarah's excitement right now. Hey. If you can't tell, it's a Sarah-centric episode. Mm-hmm. And this is Sinister Sunrise. That I'm the centric Sarah. It's me. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Erin. And we're here together. What are we talking about today, Sarah? We. <laughs> oh, my God. I have been working this episode for like a month and a half, actually. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I don't even really know if we need banter or not. Do you guys have any housekeeping? Um, Maybe a little RIP to the Godfather. I mean, sorry they couldn't make it today, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe not someday soon. <laughs> not from- maybe someday soon he'll be back. You never know. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the last episode. What are you doing? Listen to an out of, out of order. Sheesh. Get on back there. Yeah, guys, I don't know what happened. Probably TMI, but I like coughed up half a lung on the way home and. I was fine after that. It gave out a little at work yesterday, but we're back in business, baby. Back in business. Sarah won't have to repeat what I say. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to apologize in advance because I maybe I'm too loud now. So sorry to your ear holes again in yeah. a different way. You shouldn't apologize. You're listening. You know what you're getting and you love it here, people. It's I true. know you love it. We do. We I love it. So you should love it. We say love it. You love it. <laughs> All right. Say love it one more time. <laughs> love it. Just like I love What do you love, Sarah? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to hop in. So okay. I promise at some point I will get back into dark psychology. I know that's what my bread and butter is. But the UAP tree has been giving so much fruit. Who am I not to eat from this tree? You know what I'm saying? Sarah, that was a beautiful analogy. Thank you. It came for me from the stars. Wow. Above, perhaps. <laughs> well, as above, so below. Mm-hmm. <gasps> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> I do want to make a quick statement. I think in the past, I maybe was not quite as sober as I should have been when I said what UAP means. UAP means unidentified anomal- anomalous phenomena. Anomalous is the hardest word in the world for me. That's UAP. So basically, it's the rebranding of a UFO. It means there's something mm-hmm. in the sky. We don't know what it is. Could it be an alien? Maybe. Could it be a speck? Something else? Maybe. AKA anomaly is what you need to lock in. Kind of like Bigfoot. An anomaly. You never know. Could be real. We don't know. But Sarah, you know. I think you're gonna take us down a path that mm. we might get a little we might we might lean a little more one way than the other. And if, if and if you haven't been looking on TikTok or the news, I don't blame you because the world's a crazy place. But I will say this dumpster fire got a whole lot more official recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but this is how sad the world is. The government yeah. literally came out and said the things they said, and no one really cares because the world is so fucked up. But guess what? We're going to make you care for the next hour because I am covering, like Morgan alluded to, the UAP hearings that happened earlier this summer. I'm so excited. On July 26, 2023. And as the resident alien enthusiast, it seems only my duty to explain this to you. I didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole, so thank God you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's not even that I have to explain it. It's just that I have to make it interesting because I watched the entire two-hour <laughs> hearing on TV. It was like two hours, 34 minutes. And it was even kind of boring for me, who finds oh. us incredibly interesting. Yeah, I saw a couple sections of it, and I was like, and the guy was just kind of like, oddly abrasive but not in some sections or i'm sure there was more than one person but 
It was weird. I think I know so, what you're talking about, and I will explain why he's like that. Okay, cool. Is it very, like, you know, like a formal, like, they have to be, like, very serious, use that very serious jargon? It's not like, here are the ideas. And they <laughs> Could you imagine not. Sarah in the background just, yeah. Honestly, they had, like, alien people, like, enthusiasts in the back who've been pushing for um, disclosure this whole time. Mm-hmm. People like George Knapp, um, Jeremy Corbell, like, people who are, like, very big into this. It's not an industry, but I guess you can call it an industry. Okay. Um, and they're in the background and I was nerding out like, oh, there he is. There he is. There's him. Oh my God. There's him. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, so we're just going to get this craft off the ground. All right. Yeah. Oh. Unintended. What do you guys know about the UAP hearing so far? That they basically, okay. I could be wrong, but literally the government said aliens, they are among us. They're okay. here. Okay. Or they at least know of our existence. Okay. We know of theirs. Uh, I've heard that they're generally peaceful because from what I've heard, if they wanted to destroy us, they could at any moment and they haven't. So thank you, aliens. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are watering. <laughs> it is actually kind of scary if you think about it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooke, did you already did you already announce to Brooke not to watch not to listen to this episode? Ooh, no. Hey, <sighs> listener, Brooke. Brooke, <laughs> if she hasn't turned off, no, already, she's already turned it off. Honestly, by this she point. probably read the title and was like, yeah. "I love her, but how much? Yeah, how yeah. Because she's also had to listen to me call her about this and text. <gasps> she oh. allowed it on a phone call. Yeah, we had some back and forth because she was like, "What would even change?" I was like, "What do you mean? What would change? <laughs> Everything would change. The whole world would change." And she's like, "Would it though? Like, we still have to go to jobs." And I was like. Yeah, you're a nurse. They're still going to need you. I'm in human resources. I could be human resources for an alien race. Like, (laughs) allow me to read you your rights, okay? You two have a place in this workplace, and it's not my duty to exclude you. Oh, my God. Yeah, you could be HR that integrates aliens into the workforce. Hire me. Hire me. (laughs) Wow. We're needed everywhere. In all honesty, when you said you were going to cover this, I looked up zero things about it. Um, I think the only thing I know is that they kind of mentioned what you mentioned morgan like hey there's some phenomena or things out there that we can't explain have fun with that information so i i literally looked up nothing all right fair enough i forgot i do have something let me look on my phone really quick okay hold on okay i also think i did fall into that category of like all right cool i i got other shit i gotta do so i didn't care too much No, I dedicated two evenings i watched it the first time and then evening number two i watched footage on it and then watch it again because I was uh-huh. like, I surely missed something. Let's go back through and let's really rehash this. I just can't believe it's real. Okay, well, I thought I had my notes on the episode I did on aliens, but it's just the sources. I don't know what happened to the text. But one of the things I referenced was a ex-secret agent. I'm sorry if I'm messing up his title, but he interviewed and gave... I. Gave you that whole description of the aliens that he saw in that cave, that cave mm-hmm. in the mountain. Yeah, yeah. He was on there. Oh, on some of the hearings, like they referenced him. I cannot remember his name. Let me let me click on this. Will you let me yeah. click on this TikTok link so I don't. You know, I'm just trying to be. Let me ed- let me educate myself. Hold on one second. Special Agent Doty. I didn't okay. even came to me. That's not it. <laughs> oh, is his that- name really Doty? Maybe let's check. Hold on. Yeah, Richard Doty. Okay, color me wrong. Thank you he for the correction. He is a former Air Force intelligence officer. Got it. He okay. was referenced and or spoke, or they pulled a clip of something. He was, his name was dribbled about. Okay. 
That's all I know. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> sorry something. for the tangent no, in the race. That's something. Um, to your point, yes, it was a little, a little boring. Um, and I'm also going to try and set up why this hearing was important and kind of how we got here, just to put some context into, yeah, why did the government all of a sudden like, hey, you know, it'd be cool on July 26th. Let's Ooh. talk to some people who've seen aliens. Yeah. Um. So to make things a little easier, because I know when I hear a lot of acronyms, names, military titles, and general jargon that I'm unfamiliar with, my ADD ramps up and I only remember like 20% of what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Luckily. Psych major here. Um, <laughs> we are going to implement some hands-on procedural learning today. <gasps> oh, gosh. Teach me. Okay. Um, so you're going to be connecting the dots yourselves. Perfect. Um, listeners, I will add this template to Instagram for you to print off, and you can follow along at home. That's right, ladies. Today, we are going real Charlie Day, um, <laughs> red yarn and all. So pause. Please hold. I'm going to grab some, some teaching tools. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so first things first, you guys are gonna go. Are you kidding me? Uh, I don't know if it's enough yarn, but here's one. Okay, oh my god. I didn't even see you. I didn't here's, even notice this. Here's two. Yeah, so Griffin and I have some crafts around my house. Um Careful, don't need... don't poke yourself. Okay. I'm gonna need more tacks. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Black budget. Oh goodness. (laughs) I'm so excited. Get out of here. This is crazy. Oh, I, it's been on. Yours yes. is off, but ours are on. Stop it! <laughs> Listeners, this will be on our Instagram. Uh, <laughs> it might take two slides for how... Sarah. Wait, did you already have that board or did you buy it? I already have it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Sarah, so give me... Give, sorry, are you giving our listeners a, a, a link to like a print-off of the same thing we have? What's our... What's happening? Um, oh my gosh ours looks different okay great okay i'm I'm scared to death i'm (laughs) i'm excited (laughs) yep oh okay it's gonna say you're muted ma'am fyi So, good thing I'm married already. Because you imagine, <laughs> Andrew did walk out when I was putting these together, and he's like, so help me. If the police was... show up at our door, I have to say I'm married to you. Because at one point, he's like, you're going to keep all the eyes on the people, right? And I was like, yes, I don't hate these people. <laughs> like what, you were going to draw them in or cross them out I or something? I cut them out or something. Oh. Which, I will fair, say, if I... you see it. It's, yeah, you, you'll listeners, you'll see a picture of the the board with the red string theory that Sarah is talking about. I will be posing Charlie Day style. Don't worry. Yeah, I th- perfect. perfect. I think it, I think this deserves to potentially be the cover and its own photo. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. But also, Sarah made us many versions of it that yeah. that we will also share. 
um, that we were making in real time. That we're making in real time, <laughs> and I'm nervous. Okay, yarn in hand. Yes, you have many ones because that is like the most um, pertinent information. Okay. This is more like for context. Here's how everything is connected. But these are the main things you need to know to understand this hearing. Okay. Okay. Let's begin. All right. Okay. <laughs> if you're certain. Okay. Um. <laughs> She's already fucking dying laughing. <laughs> I just feel so insane. Um, it's arts and crafts on like the worst possible or the best possible scale. Okay. So this hearing was uh-huh. held by House of Representatives Subcommittee on Intelligence. It's what would be called an, quote, across the aisle issue, meaning both Republicans and Democrats worked together on this. And there were some pretty big names like Matt Gates, AOC, people like that. Um, I, I don't have bingo yet, um, but <laughs> th- I don't see any of that on here. So that's not where we're starting. Do you have like a Congress building? Yes. Okay. Is that the White House? Actually, maybe can I see your boards again? Are yeah. they the same? Is it the one on the left? Uh, yeah. Okay. So the one in the top middle is the White House. Okay, good. I got that right. Okay. So we're starting here at this little black house. Yep. Okay. Okay. Because this hearing happened, like a lot of approvals had to happen, but really the two main components we're looking at to start with are the the, pon- the Pentagon building. That is the Department mm-hmm. of Defense. That's the one on the right? Mm-hmm. So we're sure. starting there. Not the black building. I'm sorry. Take it. Toss it. We are starting at the Congress building. Okay. Okay. Cool. So kind of looks like our like our uh, college. Um, a lot of Capitol buildings look like this building. Okay. So what you need to know is that building is connected to our hearing because that is the actual committee it comes from that building. Okay. So okay. And Congress, as you may or may not know they control the purse so they control all the budgets mm-hmm. that go out in the government okay that is why they are very important to this story bing bing number one mm-hmm. got my string ready to go perfect the leader of this hearing was republican representative tim burchett which i have pictured on my board up here mostly because okay. names are confusing man he fell hold on oh, oh tim tim he slid down <gasps> i see a tip that's fine okay from here, it looks like Tim does not have eyeballs because there is a glare on his face. So I will say, <laughs> a little sus. Tim is the most chill man in the world. Okay, great. I love am, Tim. I do weirdly love this person. At okay. first, I thought he was making like a mockery of it. And then I watched other interviews. That's just Tim being Tim. I, oh, okay. Maybe that's the guy I thought was being kind of a dick. I think you might be thinking of David Grush. Oh, shit. You right. Um, so, Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you Dick David. I'm sorry. I don't even know you. I'm sorry. No, he's gotten much worse than us. He's okay. All right, cool. Uh, he may not be okay, but from us, he'll be fine. Um, okay, so Tim Burchett, he has this thick Southern drawl. Oh, hell yeah. And he speaks with a slow cadence. Oh. At one point during the hearing, he talked about, my daddy was in the Navy, and I just want to say thank you to them officers for all your hard work. Thank you, Navy. Yeah. You would think he was having dinner with like a good old friend just talking about UAPs. Oh, love it. Yes. If we can play a clip, I'll enter it in later, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job. This is Tame Burchett. I love that. <laughs> um, okay. So he, he led it. His name's all over it. He did all the press conferences for it before and after. 
And this subgroup sat on official record with three very highly esteemed military professionals to discuss UAPs. These military men agreed to the hearing after stating that they had been driven to it. They feel a sense of honor and duty to get this information to the public and Congress. So the three men, as you can probably guess, are David Grush, Commander Fravor, and Ryan Graves. So they're all the same? Mm-hmm. They would all be connected to the Pentagon. They're all connected to the Pentagon? Mm-hmm. Oh, they all come okay. from the military branch. Okay. So, so, so give me, I've never done this red string situation. So give, give me, give me a little tip. Should I be, should, should things be moving quickly here? Um, really, it's just for you to connect the dots. So you can say, it's kind of how to help you remember. Okay. Um, so I don't think there's really a right or wrong way to do it. And if there is, my bad. But um, just know they all come from the military arm. So I would probably connect them all to the Pentagon. Pentagon. Cool. I can't wait to see if ours look like Morgan or if they're totally different. Like it's my job. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking this very seriously. To okay. the Pentagon. Is that really what the Pentagon looks like? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Could have fucking fooled me. It's a huge building. It's crazy that it looks like a fucking Pentagon. It's crazy. Insane on the brain, dude. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Why am I the way I am? Fuck. Okay. You already need scissors? I didn't cut them in the best way. Like, I didn't measure them when I cut them. I just kind of cut them in a way that I'm made. attaching more strings to mine. Okay, cool. Do it. Say, I think ours are going to look different, Aaron. We cool. are going to figure this out. It's whatever works for your brain. It's just to kind of keep all this information together that I'm telling you. Just Okay. It's not to confuse you because of the hearing. You could also connect them to the congressional house now, but you, you could probably just connect David Grush to them. He was the initial whistleblower, which we'll get into. So right now, I got my people going to the Pentagon. I don't mm-hmm. need any other strings right now. Hmm. I don't. Okay. 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 I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I'm having a hard time tying my string. Hold on. I'm not a good tire. <laughs> You can also put your um, your pen through the string and that'll attach it. Don't patronize me. <laughs> no, there you go. Do as you please. It's your board. Dude, talk about crafts. College prepared me for this. Sigma prepared me for this. True. Okay. All right. Kiss me outside. How about that? Okay. So if you're saying to yourself, okay, cool, like glad these dudes sat in front of important people. Why does this affect my life? Yeah. I've been asking that. Weird. So it's important because the witnesses that came forward are beyond repute. Um, They are decorated military men, trustworthy. Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Um, You can't poke holes in like their stories because they are very trustworthy. All right, great. Like, the media can try and, like, slash at them, but from what I've seen, all they have on David Grush is he had PTSD when he came back from Afghanistan, which I think is really kind hello. of a shitty thing to take shots at, but... And also, hello, common, thank you. Yeah. Sad, sadly, common. Yes, but it's like, that doesn't really mean what he's saying isn't true, so step mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Like, because they are so highly regarded, um, 
it's almost impossible to like, oh, well, these guys are blow-offs. Like, it's not my beautiful lava from Ancient Aliens with this long, luscious... Hey, 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 hey. Don't talk about my mans like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we gonna fight. Um, they have the data needed. And more, more importantly, two of them have first-hand accounts and um, recordings of the incident. Oh. Most, most importantly, all of the speakers were officially sworn in and took an oath. This is crucial because it adds credibility. If any of the statements these men made are found to be untrue, they face prison charges. Whoa. Federal prison charges. So this is capital S serious. David Grush, the initial whistleblower, his attorney sat right behind him to ensure that he stays within his legal liability limits. Essentially, all these men are walking on a tightrope towards disclosure, like smaller than the rope that we are con- connecting these dots with. Okay. The hearing was not to announce new information, which I think is a bit of a misconception people had. Like people heard, oh my gosh, like a UFO, whoa, UFO hearing. It's going to be like all this crazy new stuff. Instead, it was more to put everything on official record, which has never been done before. That's, yeah. Yeah, it you're right. Huge. You're right. Um, and again, it's these three unreputable men on record with their stories as to why the UAP phenomena needs to be reportable and transparent. About damn time, Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Yes. So this hearing did not just happen. Um, in the words of Down the UFO Rabbit Hole podcast, both our government, the whistleblowers, and other UAP disclosure groups have been playing 3D chess. This hearing only came about because of every single move being perfect. What? Ooh, so, that kind of gave me a little, sp- little goose pimples. Honestly, when I realized just like how far back this thing went, it's pretty wild. So a few very important things had to happen for this hearing to take place. As you can see from the information on my board, just like an onion, there are layers to our Department of Defense. <laughs> <laughs> they be layers. I'm sorry, I'm off the tag and then I get drop my board. It's okay, we're gonna find it. I just don't want anybody to step on it. Oh, yeah. I heard it. Yeah. I need to sound like it landed on the hardwood. No. Ah, I see it. There we go. Sorry, Sarah. You have my full undivided attention. Okay. So, decorated soldiers will tell you that safety is our top priority, which is true. So when there is nowhere to turn and subsequently no way to train for encounters with UAPs, people are getting real pissed. Strike one. Q, the creation of RO, A-A-R-O. It stands for All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Is that on your boards? Yes. Right in the middle. Okay. Um, This office is headed by the U.S. Secretary of Defense, the they sit on the cabinet with the president. So they technically can go from the White House to the Pentagon down to Aro. Okay. Who can? Who can go from the your your red Aro. string? The red string. You're going to Aro. From then, the Pentagon. You want to go White House, Pentagon, Aro. So I'm making a new a new triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh my Sarah, I didn't know there's multiple layers. Oh my god. I'm telling you, it's an onion. Okay. I might need different colored string. (laughs) So it's headed by the U.S. Secretary of Defense, 
as a mechanism to investigate claims, you're going to love this, Morgan, of air, or C, <gasps> unidentified anomalies. I'm saying oh. mermaids are next, motherfuckers. Yes. Yeah. C is a, th- uh, yeah, these sea anomalies are a real thing. Um, they're not quite as talked about, but they be there. Anomaly being possible. I did go down a weird rabbit hole of the fact that maybe greys could be from the sea. I even put it in chat GBT at one point in time. Like, <gasps> what evolutionary traits would lead to someone having no body hair, thin bodies, really pale skin, and webbed hands? And I was like, well, the webbed hands would mean they came from the sea. And I was like, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Where did you post that? Um, I looked up just like in a chat GBT. What's GBT? I'm dumb today. What? Um, it's like an AI software. You can ask mm-hmm. all kinds of questions. Oh. Um, yeah, we can play with it. <laughs> like Ask Jeeves? Kind of. Shit, hell yeah. They also help with wording on stuff if you're kind of like creatively stuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's where the problem kicks off, though. This department is headed by some incredible but possibly suspicious minds from the intelligence and military sectors. <clears throat> and they haven't gotten a lot of traction. They had been operating for almost a year when this hearing occurred. However, not much has happened with this group, which is disappointing. If you ask their leadership, who I'm not going to name because it's just going to muddle it, um, they did put out a letter after, really like like a big diss track to this hearing, but they can take it and toss it. They're just jealous. <laughs> if you ask their leadership, they're going to tell you it's due to organizational issues or getting boots on the ground, which I would call BS. But if we're going to do... Hear them out. It is a huge undertaking. Um, So it's very possible. But regardless, the more time it takes without a reliable source to intake and investigate information, the more risk our armed forces absorb. So again, the more time we have in the air where we don't know what these things are, no one's talking about them, and I'll get into why they're so scary, but as of right now, that in itself shouldn't happen. Like, how can you train a pilot if he doesn't know to expect it up there and he can't talk about it? Do you give dates? Like, do we know how long this has been going on? Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Okay. If I don't give them, remind me at the end and I'll tell you. Okay. Um, because both military and commercial pilots, we're talking American Airlines people, um, are seeing these things in the sky on a daily basis. Shut the oh fuck gosh. up. Daily basis. I'm out. Shut the fuck up. Um, and they're terrified to tell people because they don't know who to tell. Um, and there's still a large stigma. I'm unwell. Which is what RO is supposed to provide. But again, it's kind of shady, and they don't know where the information is going. Some commercial pilots are signing non-disclosure agreements with their white people because they don't want oh that press. Oh, my gosh. That's something that Ryan Graves really hit on. Like, again, this is unsafe, guys. Like, they can see these things. They aren't just blips on radar. Like, they have eyes and can see them. If nothing else, it's scary. Yeah, it's jarring. Sheesh. Um, This led to distrust, and ultimately the three men who testified, along with many others, agreed that something else needs to happen. So I know for sure Ryan Graves, um, he has some sticking points with Aro. So if you want to make a connection, you can do that between Aro and Ryan Graves. Okay. Okay. He's mad at them? Yes. I believe he tried to, either he personally tried to report something, or because he started his own, which we'll talk about in a little bit, his own organization, a lot of people that went to him explained they went to RO, nothing happened, or they got the same stigma, things like that. Like, you're crazy, you didn't see it. 
It's a weather balloon, blah, 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 whatever. So those are a couple pieces. The next one, there was legislation passed last year with more protections for government whistleblowers, which is great, especially when you factor in the, room, the numerous rumors of government assassinations or professional deaths. Um, and I don't mean always like, he's gone, he's dead. Um, it could mean losing clearances and respectability. Like, imagine you really cared about your job, and I mean, like, really cared. Um, take me. Let's imagine growing up, I watched movies all about HR professionals as a child. Wow. And I have the Society of Human Resources Management tattooed on my chest. Like, I am diehard. No regrets. Yes, I am the goalie between an employee and the employer. All right. That is where I stand. That's my stand. It's your whole life. It's my whole uh-huh. life. Okay. Um, if you ask me questions, I'm going to respond with coded words that equate to, like, HR legal terms. Phew. What a woman. Then one day, I file a sexual harassment case, and I'm kicked out of the field and blackballed from ever working in that field again. That would suck. That'd, make, that'd be my whole life. That'd be bad. That's what some of our pilots are facing. Oh, oh. fuck. It's like, imagine, like, you, you grew up, you want to be a pilot. You think it's so cool. Top Gun was the shit. Yeah. And then you see something in the sky. You've heard the stigma. You go ahead and, like, tell someone anyway. And then you lose your clearance. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, I don't know much about being a pilot because, hi, I'm not one. But, like, <laughs> I feel like if that's, like, your trained specialty, like, what else are you going to do? It's a very specific set of skills. If, yeah, very. Yes. Just like making this board. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can tell. Um, another big piece that happened, budgets. Our total defense budget for 2023. Who's going to want to guess? I'm going to throw up. 23 million. Okay. Oh, God. Defense? Mm hmm. Oh, like over 100 million, I would say. Like hundreds of millions. 857.9 b- 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 billion. I was, I was wondering. The gazillionaires. Billion. Billion. Which is fine. Freedom is expensive. It comes to the price. I get it. However, when the <laughs> Pentagon failed another audit in 2022, because they were unable to account for 61% of their $3 trillion in assets, Congress starts to sniff around. It's about damn time. <laughs> and let me tell you, that's not me pungent. Oh, my God. Especially when we get into what these whistleblower claims are. Um, also, Canadian officials are starting to push for a North American reporting tool on UAPs. They have the same issues as us. I don't know if you guys know this. We are part of a organization called Five Eyes. Um, that it sounds is, a little spooky. It's super spooky. Oh, God. It's eyes on the sky, essentially. So it's us, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. And basically what they do is they monitor surveillance systems and intelligence. And then also things that are happening in the sky. So what a group. Like, mm-hmm. It's a group. But like if you think about, um, oh... Like satellites and things like that. Like they're monitoring those to make sure like, is that us? Is that you? Is that like someone spying on us? Is that Musk? What is that? (laughs) Yeah, he comes in. Um, So yes, Canada knows we know something is up and we aren't talking about it. We were not even talking about it with our five eye people? Barely. It's basically like a Baptist Christmas and Aunt Janine's son just went to jail. Like no one's going to talk about it. They're going to be real Mm -hmm. careful on Aunt Janine because something is up. Wasn't it? wasn't it in Canada where that guy yep. like said, okay, that's, yep. that's what I was thinking. Okay. But now it's not even the retired members that are talking about it. It's people who are actively in their government. Like, mm. Hey, you guys, like it's kind of getting fucky over here. Can we talk about it? 
And in America, because everything is so segmented and there's all these clearances, we're like, I don't know what you're talking about, you're crazy. Okay. So like we started this like intelligence group and now we keep slowly stepping away. Like, I don't think you need to know. You're not in the need to know. Yeah. My tummy hurts. It's a bit crazy. <laughs> and lastly, more and more UAP information has been leaked to the public. The most consequential um, to our topic today was David Grush's claims that our government is in possession of downed, unidentified craft that is not from our world. As Grush was preparing for his legal defense to go live with his claim or go to Congress, Oh, because make no mistake, this is a fucking bombshell. You have to prepare. Again, he was one of those people who was involved in making sure that legislation was passed. He was making sure everything was in place because he's not trying to go to jail, but he also sees... He's got to set up the dominoes. Yeah, something's not right. Yeah. The int, like, the intelligence of this man is insane. Um, so he's preparing. His information is leaked. <gasps> no. Yes. Yeah, so now David's best defense is to be as public as possible making the uncomfortable spotlight his coat of armor. Okay, so, so far, are your dots crossing? Do they make sense? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I got some, I got some ropes. <laughs> you got some ropes? Um, by the way, a whistleblower is someone who informs on a person or, or organization for conducting illicit acts. No one wants to be a whistleblower. I will say that. That happens in HR, too, but, like, no one wants to be a tattletale. Yeah. yeah, it really sucks, especially against our government. Like, that's a real tough one to go against. But let's get into those claims. Okay. I'm these, sick. <laughs> these men are saying. The three, Ryan, David, and David. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, very white men names, let's be honest. That's fine. That's fine. You're still telling your truth, and I'm here for it. Unidentified aerial phenomena. No, that's not aerial. Yes, it is. Phenomena mm-hmm. are real. The military has proof of this. They have collected down crafts and biologics. Ooh. They are seen often, daily, as I mentioned. Factions of the government are actively hiding the details of these crafts and the budgets of how we obtain them and what we do with them from both our congressional government and the American people as a whole. So basically, he's pointing out, like, you know some of that budget they can't find? I can tell you where it's going. Dude, my eyes are watering. That's what these black budgets are. Essentially, it's allocating funds to a place they're not supposed to go, but they kind of can go there, and they get hidden enough in the compartmentalization that, like, they go. Fuck the black market. It's the UAP market. UAP? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Um, Yes, they're hiding in a few ways. One, our defense department, like I said, is so segmented and compartmentalized that finding what you need is nearly impossible if you don't have a guide. One of the questions they got asked was, like, could I find this? And they're like, We'll talk to you after about who and what to ask, because if you don't ask just so, they do not have to tell you, nor will they openly tell you about this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, also, our government can refer work out to SAPs, which is a special access group. Um, that's basically someone, like independent contractor or defense firm, like a Lockheed Martin, if you guys have heard of them. They're a big, mm-hmm. like they make a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and those firms wouldn't necessarily know what they recovered came not from this earth. They would just know it's, quote, foreign technology. What the fuck? So basically, a special access program is a group of people who have just enough information on what they're working on, but not as much as, like, the government. Like, you need to know this is probably radioactive, but I don't need to tell you I got it from Roswell, New Mexico. Okay. Health and safety comes first. Are you fucking kidding me? Yup. 
Oh yep. my God, my teeth are juicy. My teeth are I have been almost intolerable in the car. Um, <laughs> oh no! Just imagine you're driving these beautiful mountains. My husband and I were just on vacation. We had no service. So we each downloaded some episodes of stuff. His was fantasy football. Mine was this. <laughs> this man loves me, guys, so much. <laughs> but I do want to ask you. So if you're on Congress, you read this briefing. Are you going to attend the hearing? Hell yeah. Absolutely. Uh, double hell yeah. <laughs> double hockey sticks. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. So we already know some of the heavy hitting, but without fear of blowing your minds, let's meet the brave men who came forward and said some career ending shit to Congress and the world as a whole because, as you probably gathered, this was publicly televised. Mm-hmm. Recorded. We can watch it's it. It's on TikTok, day. fam. It could be on my TikTok. Um, okay, we're gonna start with David Grush, the okay. guy in the middle. Okay, my 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 cranky boy. Yeah, he does seem a bit cranky, and I'll explain why. Okay. Um, also, if you're wondering why I have two pictures for each of them, it's because I personally think Ryan Graves and David Grush look alike, but their younger pictures look different. They and that's do. How I yes. It might make yeah. It a little easier for our brains to digest who they are. They do look similar. Also, we can just admit. Ryan Graves was real cute. Okay, look at him. Which one? He on a... Oh, oh the younger good. picture. Yeah, you see that little swoop? Hi, Ryan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yeah, sorry, Mr. Grouch. You're kind of a grouch. Grouch. What? Ha- grouch? How do you say his last name? Grush. Grush. Grush is kind of a grouch. That gives me a rush of feelings with the grouch. David, yeah. I, your little... What branch of the... Of the no? He was... Air Force. 14 years as an Air Force intelligence officer. Yeah, he looked pretty sharp in his uniform. He's real sharp. Yeah. He's also crazy smart. He has a, like, he is a physicist. That was his degree. So, like, physicist, Air Force officer. He worked his way up to the title of major, so he's a major big deal. Um, (laughs) Major big deal. Yep. Reporting for duty, major big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, He is retired now. I think I said that. Um, after he worked military, he worked at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, which is the NGA on my board over there next to Arrow. Okay. Looking at the skies, looking at crazy stuff. He also received a GS-15 civilian level security clearance, which is really high, just so you know. Hmm. He knew a bunch of stuff. He was given a lot of secrets, a lot of keys to the castle. While he was working at the NGA, he was tasked with investigating UAP legacy programs and other special access groups. Basically, he was following the money. Why was so much untraceable? Where is our military budget going? And why are there so many secrets? So a legacy program would be something that goes as far back as like a Roswell. Like for decades and decades, we've been collecting this stuff. What are we doing with it? as you can imagine, the budget question is really capturing the attention of Congress because they control the purse. They're like, hey, we gave you this money. Like, we gave you lunch money, and then you didn't eat lunch. So where did you do, what did you do? Um, what people need to realize is that our Department of Defense, while it is compartmentalized, it is not streamlined. So it's more like an old watch with, like, lots and lots of cogs. Each is working in its own lane and only seeing the part that they need to push forward which aids in secrecy and sometimes is great because, yeah, everyone's moving forward at the same time. But in cases like the ones we're discussing at the hearings, 
not so great. It makes it very convoluted, difficult. So it was a lot of research to go through and find these things. I will note David Grush, David Grouch. I feel bad, man. I know you got a lot of shit coming at you. Um, he is the only person that testified that has no firsthand sightings of a UAP. Okay. He only heard word of mouth, reports, things like that. He remarked during the trial and, um, or hearing, excuse me, and in a televised interview that he has had threats to his professional career and his life for coming out with this information. Oh, my God. And again, at this point, coming forward was the safest thing he could do. Holy shit. He was asked during the hearing if anyone had died from interactions with UAP. He said, yep. Mm -hmm. He did allude to not all these things are real friendly. Um, when asked if the U.S. Department of, De Department of Defense has ownership of crafts or actual aliens, Grush answered, affirmative. <laughs> Although he made a caveat that he prefers not to call what we have, quote, aliens, end quote, he refers to them as non-human biologics, which if you saw it on TikTok, that's what's been making everyone go nuts, like, what the fuck is a non-human biologic? Are we going to talk about this? Like, It's a biological being that is not human. It's a little more vague, actually. So oh. it could mean um, skin, organs, DNA, something built not on this planet, by, by, but by something we can tell is built by There's, intelligence. I understand. Mm. So there, he's, not, he's not saying that we have a whole ass fucking alien. He's saying we could have bits and pieces. Yes. Yuck. Okay. Or be, maybe a corpse. Yes, because to be fair, if you're thinking about it, um, as you can see from the bottom picture over here, some of the craft we have is crash-landed. Yep. Okay. So that would lend itself to the fact we probably didn't find these things in one piece. Got it. We also don't know what they are. We don't know if they are, quote, aliens. That also has some connotations to it. So non-human biologics is what he said. Could be also DNA. Like, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you, like a, or like a fingerprint. Like, mm -hmm. that could be... It's biologic. That'd be just as spooky, to be honest. Like, what? Yeah. You got off this ship, and this is your... What? Mm -hmm. What is this? Um, yes, he was very vague. He was very vague about national security aspects and threats. Okay, I think the reason he was being a grouch, though, is he is doing everything in his power to stay out of prison, but trying to get all the information out he possibly can. So there's a ton of checks and balances he has to go through, and he has to be nest, like, he has to be vague. A lot of the things he knows are, like, a really high security clearance, mm -hmm. which some people in Congress have, but the public as a whole does not. So throughout his conversation, you hear him say, like, yep, absolutely, Give me a skiff after this. We'll talk about it. If you have the proper clearance, give me a skiff. We'll talk about it. Is skiff on your boards? No. Okay. Um, well, a skiff, by the way, is a sensitive, compartmentalized information facility, which is a ridiculous way to say it's a very top-secret location, bare bones. There's no way any intelligence agency can get, like, a little recorder in there. His information is safe. A secret room, a safe room. Yes, and why does he keep bringing this up? It's because he was only able to release this information like by the skin of his teeth. He took some very impressive maneuvers, like got around red tape by using like certain words, um, which is a lot to go into, but just know he's being a dick because he has to be very vague, and they kept asking very pointed questions because he's the original whistleblower. Got it. Okay. He's in a very precarious situation. Um, and again, it actually makes sense. He's the only one who has not seen a craft himself. Um, it's kind of pertinent to making the hearing happen because there's no classified information that he's releasing. Also, he can't say anything about a report he saw. It, it has to be hearsay, like off the record. 
Let's get into our, our steamy Ryan Graves. Okay. Um, okay. He is a Navy pilot, and boy, howdy. He had some UAP sightings. So Ryan Graves was a Navy attack pilot stationed near Virginia Beach in 2014. During his time there, the base had updated the radar systems. And when that update happened, pilots started reporting a lot of activity on their radar that was not there before. Initially, everyone thought there were glitches or misunderstandings with the new system. The problem occurred when these blips on the radar were corrobor corroborated with infrared sensors, which means something was physically there, even if you don't see it with, like, your eyes. Yuck. Radar markings of these... UAPs became more and more common and eventually led to many physical sightings from pilots. Excuse me. The most pivotal moment occurred about 10 miles south of the base. Two pilots were flying a mission, and basically they can only be like 100 feet apart. Like they're practicing a very specific mission. So they're going to like this meet point, and as they approach this exact location, this very secret, top secret location, they were surprised to see a huge dark gray cube enclosed in a transparent sphere. So a cube in a bubble. Cube in an orb. Mm -hmm. And this, and Ryan was in this craft. Mm -hmm. So you can connect that dot to also cube in a sphere on your things with Ryan Graves. That's okay. the one he saw I have in a, his men. I have a quick question. Yeah, I think I'm. <laughs> I think I missed a string. Who was it? Grouch or Fravor, one of the Davids, that was the most, that seemed the most upset about the black budget. Isn't that what we were calling I would it? say it's, um, it's Grouch. Okay. For the listener, it is still Grouch, but Grouchy Grouch. Grouch. I, what, did I say it wrong? Grouch? Say it again. Grush. Grush. I like calling him Grouch. It's pretty accurate. I don't but know. he's also in a very tense situation. I don't mean to be a dick, but like, you know? He seems like maybe he could take a joke. If he oh, has a problem, feel free to contact me. I'll... Happily take your call. Yeah. Okay, let me go here. Okay, I have, a so, I have a teeny tiny little string. I think it'll work. I have a picture of what they have documented this looking like. His is the one they don't have actual, like, the DOD has not released um, images of it. So we have just, like, artistic renderings. And it's this on the side here. Oh, that looks like a goddamn meteor. It's scary. It was a perfect cube inside of, like, an almost transparent orb. What's crazy, though, is this orb and Cube was sitting perfectly still <gasps> in the air. It freaked the pilots out enough, they just said, nope, turned around and went back to base. Because one, this thing should not be able to do that. You can't just sit in midair like that. It doesn't exist. There's no propellers. It also is a fucking cube in a sphere. And it mm -hmm. should not have known that's the exact location they were going to. So, yeah, again, Ryan remarked, what this craft was doing is impossible by our standards. This craft could accelerate to Mach 1 speed, sit motionless in hurricane-level winds, could outrun and outlast our fighter pilots, and had no visible means of propulsion or lift. Like when you see a jet in the sky, they leave a white trail. Mm-hmm. Nope, not here. Spooky as hell. And Graves' big sticking point is that we have credible sightings of UAPs from both military and commercial pilots, I don't know if commercial pilots on your scenario went through it, but he was the one who really was pressing, like, hey, yo, this is not just happening to military people. Like, commercial pilots also are really freaked out. 
Um, and he urges Congress to create a better, more reliable reporting system because if these UAPs are foreign drones, then it's a national security problem. So I, th I think some people are making the assumption that maybe like these are Chinese drones, like they're, their technology is so far advanced, we can't keep up and we know what it is. And what Graves is saying is like, okay, cool, but that's what, if that's what it is, we need mm -hmm. to research it. Um, and if it's something else, then our scientists need to figure it out. Quick. Yes, either way, our government's current process of shame and cover-ups is not helping, which I thought was pretty accurate. Yeah. All right, now let's get to my favorite boy, Frava. Flava Frave. Oh, I fucking love Fravor. He is so cute. Um, in Deadly. He's a very dangerous man. <laughs> oh, my. This is Fravor. Cute but deadly. First of all, his interviews, he is kind of nerdy, which I think I just really liked. Because next to Grouchy, Grush, he seems like a cute, like, you would see him in a bar just drinking a beer. I've also okay. seen him, like, on some Alien episodes now. Because now that he's out, he's like, I'm out. What am I going to do about it? I'll get uh -huh. paid for it. Um, so, he... He's connected to the famous Tic Tac incident. I don't know if you guys remember this. It came out in 2021. I heard about it. I, I think so, yeah. I don't, I don't remember all the details, but... Don't you worry. We'll go through it. <laughs> don't you worry. He was a commander in the Navy Air Force and a highly decorated Navy pilot. Yeah, you can cut some more. Oh, sorry. I was hoarding the scissors. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not very fravor frave of you. It's because I'm a grouch. I makes air in the grave. <laughs> I kind of like that. Sarah, I need to pause. I got to have room for my, I got to have time for my string. Okay. Thank you. I got to connect my people. Because if I connect them now, then I can fully give you my attention. Sure. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like a five-year-old. You're good. Is this not wild though? Dude, I'm freaking out. Mm -hmm. Mr. Flavor Flav. <laughs> You get to go to the Tiki Tech. Do, do, do. It also cracked me up. They all explained it in such serious tones. Like, and then on this date in 2014, I did this, and it was. I racist. saw the Tiki Tech. <laughs> yes. Okay, let me know when you be ready. Just a minute. No, you're good. I don't think mine looks very good, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's there. They're not meant to look good. They're just supposed to be so you can connect, like, who saw what, who's connected what organization. Oh. What I didn't say is Ryan Graves, he created ASA, Americans for Safe Aerospace. Who did? Ryan Graves. Okay. Cutie Graves. Delightfully sinister. Sarah, now I gotta have another light. Now I gotta have another light. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, I feel really bad. My initial pin, I wasn't paying attention. I put it right over Ryan's face. Right over it. He don't gotta know. Unless he listens and now he knows, but you know. What if he did, bro? I'd be very, very impressed with us. I'd be hashtag honored. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ryan, wanna listen? Hey, Ryan. So he does, you said ASA? Yes, he founded the ASA after, this is why we had these boards, because after RO, didn't work. Or, sorry, no offense, RO, Dr. Fitzpatrick, it could be working, but he didn't see it as being, working fast. But Ryan did not like the AARO. Mm -mm. Got it. 
nor do they like ATIP, that was another government one. Um, NGO, NGA, those are also government things. I'm not going through all of them in detail. They all do what I think to be pretty similar. I'm sure there's going to be some military buff out there who's like, you idiot, and that's fine. And that's fine. I work in HR. This is a hobby. Um, just know our government has been secretly studying this for a long time under these like convoluted names, ATIP, RO, like, NGO, NGA. If I have some motherfucking dreams tonight about some, Write them in. About some aliens, <laughs> Sarah, about aliens, I am not going to be doing good, kid. You gonna eat a s'more and forget about it? I will. Yeah. Bro, I'm having the hardest motherfucking time with this shit. All right. Okay. I'm good. So we're on my favorite. Okay. Mr. Fravor. Commander Fravor. Um, I'm gonna show you guys an interview of him after because he is so delightfully like, you would never expect he has murdered people probably. P- probably <laughs> i mean he was like one of the black aces like that's like really high level um fighter jet people they really skimmed past this on a documentary i watched but his name was like sex or something and i was like okay fravor step off whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, okay all right all right and then the, you like they pan to him and he just his cute little like oh <laughs> don't get crazy now he's perfectly sinister delightfully so so he was the best possible witness um he was the commanding officer during what was been titled the, quote, Tic Tac Incident. Um, there was a 90-second clip released from radar of other fighter jets seeing this in 2021. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell me. I think I... Yes. <laughs> well, it, it's cool for someone who really cares about, like, UFOs and UAPs, but for everyone else, it's kind of like, okay, it's a flying thing on a radar. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? So, in 2007, that's when this happened. 2007. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was still in middle school. Sarah. I was so young. Um, off the coast of San Francisco, Fravor's team was supposed to be conducting some training flights. It was one of the first times his team was working with a new aircraft carrier. So when the team showed up, they received notice that the training was canceled and they instead had a real target. Blips had been popping up on radar all day. And Fravor's team was really excited. They were like, we may be catching some drug dealers, some drug runners. Like, giddy up, boys. Here we go. Here we go. Fuck. That's not what they saw. So eight pilots were in the air. Um, basically, there's four aircraft, two people in each aircraft. They explained it was some kind of like fighting formation. I don't know. Um, and as they... He was explaining, like, on the radar itself, there's, like, something called a... Oh, I don't know. Some kind of like plot point. Basically, you can see this thing should be right on top of them. So like now they're anxiously like, well, we should be able to see this. They're looking up. They're looking down at the ocean. And he keeps talking about how before this incident, it was a clear, beautiful day. The ocean was very calm, like no white caps on top of the waves, like just way too calm of an ocean. So they're anxiously looking around, sides, above, nothing. And then they look down and see... The, wick, the ocean had these large white-capped waves. And a 40-foot white tic-tac-shaped object came up from the ocean and sat still right in front of the craft, almost like observing them. Then it zipped off. Ooh. It came Frank, out of the water? Not out of the water, but like from the water. And he could see it almost like some kind of launching pad right under the waves, he said. 
Oh, wow. So he's like, what the fuck was that? Um, he's a badass. He immediately is like, own it. I'm going to go follow it. We're going to see what this is. Um, pretty quickly, though, he realizes he cannot keep up because this thing is defying physics that we know. Um, again, no jet stream off the back of it, so we don't know how it's moving. It was taking turns at angles and speeds that should be impossible. It was flying circles around our fastest air, not our fastest, like one of our top three fastest aircrafts. Holy this thing was shit. able to keep pace with our planes, then zip away. They explained at one point they saw it and then it was gone. And someone else caught it on radar 60 miles away in one minute. What? <laughs> he felt he was being toyed with because it would like zip out, come back, watch it, keep pace like 20 feet above. He would watch it go down. Then it would go 80,000 feet in the sky, which is space, and come back. And he's like, what is this thing? Because it's 40 feet. You can, it's huge. Like if you're out there with it, you're going to see it. Um, he then instructs his team to land. And on the ground, he instructs the next team to basically break out all the radar. We're going to capture this thing. Whatever this thing is, we're going to capture it. We're going to see what it is. Yeah. Um, and that is that instruction is why this case is so credible because we have it on multiple types of radar screens and we have it on multiple types of recordings. Um, yeah, so not only do you have eight credible eyewitnesses, also, like I said, multiple types of recordings. And this craft was moving at almost 13,000 miles per hour, which is more than double what our craft can do right now. Oof. It should obliterate a human in there if we were trying to do that. Mm -hmm. It's incredible and horrifying. Um, there was an interview with a first crew pilot, and she was very shaken. She was like, it was incredibly discombobulated. Like, you're watching it. Like, this can't be real. Am I moving, or is this thing moving? Like, what is this? Um, and you have no idea how to defend yourself, which is super scary. Oh, yeah. Yikes. No, thank you. <laughs> yes. So, like the other witnesses, Fravor's big sticking point is national security and safety of flight. He explains that our military doesn't work like movies. Um, even training missions are explicitly planned out. So all pilots understand that they are flying a multi-million dollar piece of equipment. And they themselves have tons of money in form of like training poured into them. When setting up a training or a small mission like the one in San Francisco, there wasn't, nor should there ever be, a secondary secret experiment. Like it's not like, okay, this part of the government is doing a training. This part over here is going to scare them and see what they do. That right. does not happen because, again, everyone knows you are flying a ridiculously expensive car, basically. Um, he also knows this Tic Tac craft could not be from the United States. It was not one of our defense contractors or any other entity from this planet. When asked why he was at this hearing, he point blank remarked that he knew his sighting was the most credible and he was convinced that without him, this hearing wouldn't have the teeth to be effective. Okay, Fravor. All right, Beesh. Yeah. Okay, Beesh. He also talks about the fact that the turns this thing was making at the speed, with our current craft, it would take almost half the state of Iowa to make these turns. Like, that's like, I think you're going so fast, like, oh, yeah. with the way our wings are. This thing was just like, boop, 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 like, almost like a Miss Pac-Man, making these really tight turns. And he's like, what the fuck is this? But also the fact that it's 40 feet long, like, it should not be able to do it that, like, Correct. Mm -hmm. None thought. of this made sense to Like, them. the speed, the size. The, oh. Going to space, coming back down to the water, like, all that's, these things. That freaks me the fuck out. It's wild um okay so now we're going to like just some of these crazy questions they were asked we're almost done um all three men were asked if uaps were a threat to national security without hesitation they all said yep fravor even added on the comment that these crafts are hundreds hundreds of years ahead of where our technology is it was way ahead of when we when he saw it it's way ahead now again 
He doesn't know when we can do what this thing can do. Holy fuck. It's the same point that I think you made, Morgan. If whoever or whatever is in these crafts wanted to annihilate us, there is nothing we can do to defend ourselves. We can't even keep up with their maneuvers. Cool. Yeah. Say hello to those nightmares and write them into Sinister Sunrise <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. And then I just go to my nine to five and pretend I didn't hear that. Okay, cool, cool. Maybe even send to our Instagram. All three men were asked if these UAPs outpaced and outgunned our current crafts. They all answered, yep. Cool. Okay. Well, they said, like, yes, or affirmative. Um, <laughs> okay. When asked if there is still a stigma, they unequivocally answered, yes, it's an ongoing issue. I know, again, something you guys had asked about was if any specifics about ET life, extraterrestrial life, was brought up, and it really wasn't. They tried to shy away from it. They really just kept to, like, what they have on record, what they saw with their eyes. The only person who alluded to it was Grush, Grouch Grush, and he said that we have, quote, non-human biologics. Okay. I mean, I'm glad they had their own, you know, stories and they witnessed certain things. Because that's what I was curious about. Do they just, like, say it and they're like, yeah, that's all we can tell you. But I like the Luckily, specifics yes, to it. With the way our system works, because it was firsthand, they were allowed to say what they saw. So if it was like they read a report, now it's confidential. But, like, their story, it's like, no, I have eyes. I saw this. I can say it. Um, all right. So takeaways and closing. Okay, <laughs> thanks. I feel really good. There's a little discussion piece, and then we can go through if there's anything I didn't talk about on your board. Okay. Um, we're going to do our typical good news, bad news. Good news, this hearing signifies that there is a real tide turn in discussing anomalies in the sky and the water. However, the men testifying, what they asked for was a better system to report, investigate, and compile encounters with UAPs. This system would work for both military and commercial pilots. But... That does not mean the public will be notified or receive any additional disclosure. At the end of the day, all of these men understand the need for national security, and many military personnel who have been shaken by UAP will admit that while we need more disclosure, full disclosure should never happen because there would be, quote, complete societal breakdown, end quote. Oh. Which begs the question I want to end on today. What could be so scary, so earth-shattering about a presence of whatever is happening that the U.S. public couldn't handle it? Is full disclosure deserved, or should we just trust our officials to take care of it for us? What do you think? No, I don't trust nobody. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't trust nobody. Fuck, bruh. Yeah, some disclosure would be nice. It makes me even more scared. Like, what do you mean there'll be complete societal breakdown? What do you know that I don't know? Now I want to know even more. Are they already here? Already Sarah, is this how you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> she takes her, her face off. I was like, please don't say I unplugged my mic on that. <laughs> is there anything on your board that I didn't cover or anything you have more questions about? Because this was a long episode, so I was trying to not give... No, this helped me. And I okay. think, like, yeah, yours is a lot, but, like, maybe, like... Listeners, if you're confused, like take a peek at our boards that are on Instagram and maybe not my board. Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> so, should I show you mine? Let's do a reveal. Let me see. Okay, so here's mine. Okay. That's so good. I had to put extra oh, that's so, so that good. they didn't drag yeah. over each other. But my, my, my one I'm most proud of is I did I twisted the rope between Ryan and AARO because he's he twisted about it. He mad about it. Everything oh, he else twisted. is single. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 
Very nice. Erin, I want to see you. Awesome. You're so bad. <laughs> show and tell. Show it's and just tell. not as nice, but I also totally didn't realize. I think you said Congress at first, and I didn't know what else went to it, so I just kind of sure. added whatever. So Okay. She's on it. Yeah. To be fair, anything could have been connected to Congress because they held the hearing. So what you did was perfect. Yeah. I had like a lone string. It was just by itself. And I was like, I don't know where Congress is supposed to be. I connected so Congress to all the boys. We're gonna get. That's yes. What I, did. I went doot, doot, doot. to all the boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they really they steered the whole thing. So, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, one small step for us. Do you feel better now, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, and um, more difficult to talk to than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I think you're going to be in for a wild, wild fucking ride when you see her board. Oh yes. my! I think we need the board to come back for every one of your episodes. Oh, Some way tie it in. Yeah. <laughs> you really like just a dream interpretation. Someone sleeping, dreaming. <laughs> We could all technically use it. We could borrow it. Yeah. Well, okay. So, yeah, I'm glad it helped because, again, I know there's a lot of, like, a lot of moving pieces to make this hearing happen. And then even once the hearing happened, they keep bringing up these things that I had to actually like, Google on their own because it didn't make sense to me. So, Well, I feel like also, like, it, one, if no one had heard about the um, tri- hearing, I was going to say mm-hmm. trial. I call it a trial to an accident. I think it's a hearing. If no one had heard about the he- if you haven't heard about the hearing... Or if this interested you and you're still a little confused, I think like hearing this and looking at this board, you could watch it and understand it a little better. Or even just shoot us an email or an Instagram. I'm going to happily talk to you about Guys, please, you please talk to Sarah so that we cannot talk yes. about this. Anymore. I mean, I'm so excited. I can't wait to talk more about UAPs. Oh, it's my favorite thing. We totally don't think you're an alien, Sarah. Would that be nuts? I love how you did the <laughs> Klingon. <laughs> yeah. Live long and prosper. <laughs> yeah. Um, regardless, thank you for listening. Yeah. Going on this wild ride. It is crazy. There's supposed to be more hearings. I know you will keep us updated. I will. They got canceled. I think our <gasps> Department of Defense was not happy with how oh, these I'm went. Sorry. Was it? Are they mad about the the budget being made them broadcasted? The the over. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got I it. also found out the skiff he kept requesting throughout, and like that's what made him seem very rude. Because I think he kept being like, I can't answer, but if you have the clearance, I will answer in a skiff after this. Like, it's not for the public to know, but, like, if you can show me your credentials and set this up. Again, he had to Uh, walk that fine fucking line. It was a Mm -hmm. very fine line. And he was not allowed the skiff. That also got shut down. Which tells you, like, what don't they want me to know? Yeah. David, when you retire, can you just pop on off, sis? Like... I'm on here. I got some questions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Sarah! Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, anything else you can think of you want to ask or no? Got confused on my brain is no. jello, yeah. like jello in a good way. Like I don't know, I don't know how to behave right now. You know. All right, cool. We're gonna go have a couple of drinks, make some s'mores on a yeah. fire, and <laughs> not look at the sky because I'm in the city I'm and there is sc- no uh, stargazing. I'm here. a little <laughs> scared to go outside, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> yeah. Easy. It's gonna be we can't see shit out here. True. On the light cover, or whatever. We're well, good. But maybe we couldn't because maybe it's invisible. You don't know. Anyway, um, I hope you stay sinister. I don't know. I hope we're still here when you listen to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>